You know, it was about 20 years ago the Magnolia Theater down in West Village opened up, and it was state-of-the-art and exceedingly successful, and like a lot of other theaters, I guess fell victim to COVID. But it's reopened, and after being closed down a couple of years, it's reopened. It's not the Magnolia Theater anymore. It is Violet Crown, but it has a common thread. Bill Banowski is the founder and CEO of Violet Crown, but he was also the founder and CEO of Magnolia when they put in, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. It's good to be here. Thank so, you. So this is a little confusing to me, but you have come full circle, right? <laughs> yeah, entirely. You, you opened that theater, and now you're op- reopening that theater. Well, it was the first theater I opened. I just had that was my, I was my entry into the cinema business uh, 20 years ago. Because you were a distributor, right? Well, we, when we started Magnolia Pictures 20 years ago, we 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 uh, did we started two businesses. One was film exhibition, movie theaters, and the other one was film distribution which is um, acquiring, not producing ourselves, but acquiring movies already made, uh, mostly art film, documentary films, foreign language films, and releasing them. And And so our plan was to uh, acquire and build out a network of movie theaters where we could show our films on as well as other people's films. And that was the idea behind Magnolia Pictures 20 years ago. And, our, and Magnolia Pictures ended up having a handful of movie theaters, um, but not, you know, really, we we, we we were stymied at the time. We thought we were, it would be, I didn't, you don't know what you don't know when you start a new business. And we, we thought that it would, it, that it would be easier to get a hold of movie theaters than it was. So uh, we ended up selling our movie theaters to Landmark Theater chain, which has operated the Magnolia Theater for, you know, much of the last 20 years. And, and Magnolia continued as as solely as a film distributor. But I knew all this because it, we used to talk to Mark Cuban about it. And this was under the umbrella of Todd Wagner and Mark Cuban's company, right? 29 That is yeah, 29 that is correct. So I met Mark and Todd uh back in the late 90s when I was in the radio business, Capstar Broadcasting and 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 Mark and Todd had started AudioNet and came broadcast.com and one of their uh business uh, ideas was to stream radio station content over the internet and uh as it turns out they had made a deal with a company that we acquired as part we were an acquisition company we just assembled radio station companies and one of them was sfx broadcasting which is which used to own krld back in the 90s and uh and and it was um uh, with SFX Broadcasting, uh, Bob Sillerman and Steve Hicks and Jeff Armstrong, that Mark Cuban and Todd Wagner had actually made a transaction. Uh, we we never uh, and so we inherited that that contract when we bought SFX, and we then were in business with Broadcast.com and got to know Mark and Todd. And when uh, when we sold uh, our radio station company to Clear Channel in 2000, uh, 2001, uh, I started Magnolia Pictures, and and Mark uh, and Todd and a few other friends uh, invested in that company. And so the first theater we did was the Magnolia Theater at the West Village. A few years later, Mark and Todd uh, had sold their company to Yahoo, and they uh, uh, wanted to get a little deeper into the movie business, and they bought Landmark Theaters. And so Which they then turned, bought, and that was the Inwood, also the Inwood Theater. Uh, it was also the Inwood Theater. Land. It was also the Inwood Theater in Dallas, and there was the River Oaks in Houston, and the Dobie in Austin. There were theaters all over the country. It was the biggest chain of 
art house theaters anywhere in the country. They bought that, and uh, we then sold Magnolia to Mark and Todd, and they folded in our theaters into um, Landmark, and then uh, we you know kept Magnolia Pictures separate as a pure film distribution company. It's fascinating. Well, now, so now what you have to say, Grace Over, as founder of uh, Violet Crown, is a theater in Austin that's been open, what, for 10 years, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Charlottesville, Virginia, and now the Magnolia in downtown Dallas, or, in, well, in the in the shadows of downtown Dallas. You know, you have all really cool locations, I, uh, Santa Fe, Charlottesville, Austin, hot places. Well, they're places that I... You know, I knew that I would have to spend time in these places if I was going to try to build a movie theater there. And, and these so, are places you'd like to spend some time, I would assume. That's right. And and I have a lot of family in Dallas and friends in Dallas. And I'm um, really attached to this property in the West Village and so excited to show people what we've done with it. It you know it, 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 it is really going to be the most beautiful theater in Dallas. So what have you done with it? Did did you cuz it was a sort of a high-end, you know, distribute, you know, theater from the opening. Did you gut it? it? it yeah, it was. It, we we gave it an entire facelift inside and out, but mostly what you're going to notice, I mean, you're going so you, you're going to notice as soon as you walk in just how new and fresh and clean and beautiful uh the design is. And and then when you go to your auditorium it's the same five auditoriums that we had the difference is we you know lowered the seat count from you know you know by less you know we 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 took out the smaller seats and put in the the most luxurious seating that cinema offers it's a leather recliner electric recliner chair that with a a tray that swings out where you can put your food and drinks on it and then a footrest where you can literally just lay back and watch a movie and it's 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 what we have learned in this business over the course of the last several years is that one thing that changes the economics for the for the better for a movie theater more than anything is changing to this style seating. That's what that's what the audiences want. Yeah, I remember actually when and I think it was Cinemark pretty engineered this is putting in stadium seating and that, you know, People would drive by conventional theaters in order to do that, and this would seem to be the next iteration. So, is that the point of difference? Because are you? But you're showing the same movies as everybody else, right? Well, yeah, we're showing. Well, y- yes and no. I mean, we have access to all the same movies that everyone else is showing, but we we will select movies that we think will appeal to our audience more than uh, an audience that, uh, for a theater that's in some. You know, suburban shopping mall or something like that. It's a different audience, and so we we will we will have a, uh, a a lineup that will include certainly some art films, but also some really uh, big budget studio films that would appeal to a more sophisticated audience. We probably will not have a lot of, you know, a whole lot of the sillier and even and a lot of the children movies here. This is a it's it's a it's a boutique cinema in a in a location where there are a lot of uh, adults living in this area right. yeah. and we we uh, we will cater to our audience and so it's the it's our ability to curate the film's selection is what we think will dif- differentiate us from a lot of movie theaters and of course the the experience that one will get here from a 
food and bar uh, perspective will be as, you know, as, as good as it comes in the cinema industry. So are, are there, are, are there any other areas that, that, that you want to live in and visit frequently? What, what's the, no, next, what's no, the growth I don't, plan? I, I, I really don't. You I need really a beach. Lo- I, now you've got Charlottesville, Santa Fe. <laughs> you need a beach location. Probably. No, what I really need is uh, to, to stop this, you know, insanity of, of building uh, movie theaters, but I could not resist this one because it was just sitting there. It was unused for the last couple of years. It it had, uh, it had lost its uh, its the business had gone out during COVID, and it, it was at the end of a twenty year lease anyway, and and uh, so it was just there. And I and I remained friends with the owners of that shopping center over these twenty years, and we just started talking about you know how 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 right it might be to bring Violet Crown, a concept that was created in Austin, Texas, uh, and a lot of people in Dallas have experienced it and uh we we just think it's a unique cinema experience that does not exist in the marketplace we think that dallas is a perfect place for what we offer and that this particular location in the west village is just spot on for where we'd want to be so where'd that name come from violet so violet crown is a name that uh my my wife Susan came up with the name when we named Violet Crown Austin 12 years ago. We were trying to figure out a name, and she's an avid reader, and she had read short stories by O. Henry. And one of them, uh, O. Henry, who lived in Austin during the late 1800s and actually uh, ran a publication called The Rolling Stone, which is different than the current one, right. uh, he wrote an article in that Rolling Stone publication where he referred to Austin as the city of the Violet Crown. Now, as a result of that, since the late 1800s, there were a few obscure references around town about Violet Crown. There was the, uh, in Rick Linkletter's film, um, uh, the one with Matthew McConaughey, where they were, uh, was it Slackers or the one where where they, the pool, pool house scene, that's, that, they were, they were, uh, uh, that was a shopping center called Violet Crown Shopping Center that still exists. Ah. So that, that was one reference. There was the Silent Violet Crown uh, Bicycle Club. That was a local. There was like a few obscure references to Violet Crown, but mostly not until uh, Susan came up with that idea and we named it. And then since then, there's, there's a whole lot of things that are kind of latching onto that name because Violet Crown re- is a reference to the city of Austin and, and a, a rather obscure one at the time, less so now. <laughs> well, it sounds like fun. I can't wait to see the theater. We wish you a lot of luck. And, and like I say, I, I hope you find someplace else that you like, want to spend some time. We'll, we'll, we'll watch the growth. And, and you started out as an attorney. You're a reformed attorney, right? I am. I'm trying. You know, you're never fully reformed from that craft, <laughs> I think. But I was a lawyer in Dallas for 10 years and um, went to law school in Dallas at SMU and um and and uh had you know have great friends and family and uh, uh, there and and great memories of the place and we visit often and we'll continue to visit and keep an eye on this movie theater well i i'm glad you found an honest job finally bill Banowski's the founder ceo of violet crown it's good to spend some time with you thank you sir thank you thank you so much thanks a lot for more of our conversation go to krld.com slash ceo i'm david johnson News Radio 1080 KRLD.